So here's an article that was published in 2010. Zinc inhibits coronavirus and arteriovirus RNA polymerase activity in vitro, and zinc ionophores block the replication of these viruses in cell culture. So here's that enzyme we were talking about, RNA polymerase, that nasty enzyme that is coded for by the RNA genome that goes directly into the cell. So let's look at this abstract. It talks about using something called PT, which is a zinc ionophore that allows zinc to come into the cell in higher concentrations. They also used the actual virus SARS-CoV, which is not COVID-19 virus, but in fact the one that was seen in 2002, but is very closely related to the virus that we're seeing today and also binds to the same receptor ACE2. It did show that zinc was found to block the initiation step of RNA synthesis. They found for the SARS-CoV that RDRP elongation, that's the RNA-dependent RNA polymerase elongation, was inhibited and template binding was reduced. When they went ahead and bound the zinc with EDTA, which is a binding substrate, they noticed that this inhibitory effect was reversed. In other words, showing conclusively that it was the zinc that was slowing it down. And here our author summary reinforces what we just learned about the coronavirus. They say that positive stranded RNAs, which is exactly what the coronavirus is, include many important pathogens. They have evolved a variety of replication strategies, but are unified in the fact that an RNA-dependent RNA polymerase, that's the thing that we showed, functions as the core enzyme of their RNA synthesizing machinery. Nothing else can work unless you have this RDRP working to make more RNA molecules. And they show you that this is a crucial function and that they're key targets for antiviral research. Increased intracellular zinc concentrations are known to effectively impair replication of a number of RNA viruses by interfering with the correct proteolytic processing of viral polyproteins. Here we not only show that corona and arteriovirus replication can be inhibited by increased zinc levels, but also demonstrate that this effect may be based on direct inhibition of RDRPs. Here's a really telling figure. Here we have an increasing concentration here on the x-axis, and here we're looking at RNA1, which is the product of the RNA-dependent RNA polymerase. And we can see here that when there's a zero concentration of zinc, the virus can basically do what it wants. But as we start to increase the concentration of zinc, you can see that that quickly diminishes and the RNA-dependent RNA polymerase can no longer do what it wants to do. So in summary, what they found was that the combination of zinc ions and then a way to get those zinc ions into the cell with a zinc ionophore, PT, effectively inhibits nidovirus replication in cell culture. This may be a novel solution for inhibiting the RDRPS of SARS-CoV in the future. Of course, the issue is how do you get the zinc into the cells? This is a really far cry to saying that just taking zinc lozenges is going to protect you from having coronavirus, because as we know, there are no randomized trials looking at zinc in coronavirus especially the current one, because there are no randomized trials involved with this coronavirus at all. So can we say that taking zinc supplements is going to help you with coronavirus? No, we can't say that. We can't say what the appropriate dose is. We can't even say that taking oral zinc is going to increase your intracellular concentration of zinc. But we can say that if you're deficient in zinc, then you're probably going to be deficient intracellularly. And so it behooves you to make sure that you're not deficient in zinc. 
and it really opens up more questions that should be answered by more studies. The nice thing about zinc, of course, is that it's a water-soluble compound, and it's going to be difficult to overdose on zinc, unlike your fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A, D, E, etc. A couple of things I like with zinc is we can do a couple of types of zinc, okay? So we have zinc acetate, okay? We have glyconate or bisglycinate, okay? We have picolinate, and then we have also like things like zinc sulfate, which are like ionic zinc. Right, sulfate, etc. These are all totally fine. All right, now the typical dose that we're going to be looking at here on the zinc will be somewhere between 40 and 75 mg. This is a really therapeutic dose. My general recommendation if you're, if you're relatively healthy, 10 to 30 mg per day. And you can choose any of these really good sources, that's fine.